the outsider, stagecoach Mary and the nature of the pioneering spirit. This is a book review of The Thread of Gold, A Celebration of Black Womanhood by Catherine Joy White. I feel hopelessly ill-equipped to address the ambitious goal the young author sets herself in this book. However, the writing engaged me with its combination of personal experiences of the author as an actor, gender expert for the United Nations and highly promising wordsmith. Other more informed comments are welcome. The book explores the nature of pioneering figures of black inspirational leaders from Alice Walker to Beyoncé, from Aretha Franklin to Doreen Lawrence. In addition, it is a memoir of the author's own experiences and how her exemplars have served her as inspirations for her own impressive life journey. The Thread of Gold in the title is a literary metaphor of the transference of experiences by pioneering women down the ages to their successors. I take just one example among many in the book, the biographic portrayal of Stagecoach Mary, a fascinating figure brought vividly to life. I found the story opening up far more than a tale of a colourful character. Framing it as the book does, we are able to see afresh insights into the nature of pioneering leaders and the life-enhancing nature of creativity. Mary Fields, also known as Stagecoach Mary, is an example of, in the author's words, those who travel solo, the very nature of the unique existence or presentation, forcing them to go it alone. I summarise the case from the chapter about this lone pioneer, in which Mary is described as follows. Standing at over six feet tall and weighing more than 200 pounds, she had a gruff voice and tough demeanour that set her apart from her fellow nuns. She frequently swore, and having spent her earlier years working on riverboats, drinking with the men, the sedate life of the nunnery was firmly at odds with all she had known up to that point. She began working there as a groundskeeper and protected her beloved garden with the ferocity of a tiger. Mary frequently took it upon herself to negotiate her wages with the nun's behaviour, unheard of by then from any woman, let alone one who until recently had been enslaved and working entirely for free. Eventually, news of her drinking, smoking, gun-carrying and dressing in men's clothing reached the bishop. Unsurprisingly, finally, after a gun fracas with a male colleague, she was expelled from the convent. Undaunted, she became a contractor for the postal service. Her guns came in useful. She became a local hero who safely delivered the mail each day, often trudging miles through atrocious weather conditions. When Montana, which is where she was based, introduced a law banning women from entering bars, stagecoach Mary was granted an exception by the mayor of her little township, Cascade. At her death, the funeral was reported as the best attended in living memory. The story had a considerable impact on me. Through it, I recalled the classical study The Outsider by Colin Wilson. A 
At the start of this work, which made his reputation as an important, angry young man, he outlines the outsider's fundamental attitude of non-acceptance of, quote, life of human life lived by human beings in a human society. Wilson's outsiders were the pioneers of the cultural world, celebrated thinkers and writers. Arguably, arguably they support the point being made in The Thread of Gold by all being very male and very white. The back cover blurb of The Outsider, even for the revised edition, reissued at the turn of the millennium, refers to The Outsider as male and the book as exploring his effects on society and societies on him. Pronouns in those days had yet to become signals of cultural significance. Colin Wilson was that rare character, a self-educated philosopher, and obviously a quintessential outsider. His book was first published in 1956 and shot him to international celebrity status at the age of 24. He and his contemporary, the playwright John Osborne, labelled as two angry young men. Just for clarity, he and his contemporary John Osborne were labelled as two angry young men by the distinguished playwright J.B. Priestley. The epithet went on to characterise a whole generation of cultural outsiders. Wilson argues that the prevailing literary ethos of the time is pessimistic and that only creativity offers a glimpse of a more positive view, which becomes manifest in transcendental peak experiences of creative nature. Well, does Stagecourt Mary fit that characterization of Wilson's outsider? Certainly not the simplistic Hollywood hero seeking justice and meeting out retribution, but rather the pioneering black women whose work ensures the golden thread of overcoming oppression endures and flourishes through lives lived to a purpose. <laughs>